Hello again, and welcome back to another episode of Bloom Frequency Podcast. I am your host, Kristen, and if you are new here, Bloom Frequency exists to provide tangible, self-leading tactics to guide entrepreneurs through creative energy management. Now, I've been sitting on brand archetypes for uh, quite some time now, for a minute now. I actually um, started it a few months ago and I created the quiz back when um, the US, I think before quarantine, if not while the US like just started quarantine. So it's been a while now. We are in 2021 now and I'm just now releasing it. And the reason why I took a bit of time to um, prepare it is because there is a quiz that accompanies this podcast or the the whole series all three episodes of the brand archetypes and you will be allowed to take this quiz in fact you should take the quiz before listening to the podcast episodes so that you know which one you your brand is aligned with um, but i wanted to make sure that these results were accurate and I had been testing it on my friends and I was kind of taken aback by a few of them and I wanted to make sure that they were not faulty. So I've been testing them and trying them out and making sure that it actually does align with your brand and what it is you're going for. I think a lot of the mishap or the the holdback for me was when I was testing it on my friends I was associating who I know them to be and who I kind of identify them as. And when I got when I saw the results, I was like, well, that doesn't make sense for you. Um, You are kind of more of this type. And then I had to realize, you know, your brand is not you. You put a lot of yourself into what you do, but it's not your full identity. And so what I'm getting at is that we are dynamic human beings and we have many aspects of ourselves and sometimes the things that we work on and the the product that we put out into the universe is a bit different than who we actually are in our own identity. So that is the the main reason why I I really was adamant on producing this both this podcast and putting out information about brand archetypes because a lot of the times people don't know about brand archetypes and that you can completely identify your brand as something that your audience experiences and in fact it's something that a lot of businesses neglect to do. They, um, they fail to realize how they're coming off to their audience. And that, that makes targeting their audience a little bit trickier because if you don't know who you are, how are you gonna know who to pitch to or who to target in your audience? So um, that is the main reason for finding your brand archetype and really narrowing down your focus. I found that it's a lot easier to create content um, based off of this. That way you kind of stay in your lane. Um, now for each each person that takes this quiz or each brand, you will get three results. Um, I believe I set it up where it has a primary, a secondary, and then a third option for you to explore that kind of 
all three, the combination of all, of all three make your unique brand so that it's not just one black and white result because we are just dynamic people um, as humans and we are not just black and white. We have some color in between. And I think that can definitely relate back to um, astrology in a way, in the same way that our personalities and all personality types are um, very dynamic and they have different levels to them. Or um, how your birth chart, you are an entire chart. You are not just your sun sign, which a lot of people tend to identify by. So I think that's very interesting and it definitely can be applicable to your brand. So according to Simply Psychology, Jung, Jungian, I know a lot of people say Carl Jung, and I've, I'm used to saying that, but I know in German it's Jung, so I try to correct myself by saying Jung. Jungian archetypes are defined as images and themes that derive from the collective unconscious as proposed by Carl Jung. Archetypes have universal meanings across cultures and may show up in dreams, literature, art, or religion. Jung believes that, or he believed that symbols from different cultures are often very similar because they emerge from archetypes shared by the whole human race, which are part of our collective unconscious. For Jung, our primitive past becomes the basis of the human psyche directing and influencing present behavior. Jung, Jung claimed to identify a large number of archetypes, but paid special attention to four. Now these four that he paid special attention to that he labeled as the archetypes are the self, the persona, the shadow, and the anima. I think it's also like animus. From these four archetypes that Jung developed stemmed other archetypes that other um, psychologists referred to as um, neo-Jungian archetypes. And the brand archetypes have stemmed from that. So it's not directly in the four that Jung had um, distinctively acknowledged. It, they are they are stemmed from those four and that is how the 12 brand archetypes came about now i'm highly considering or i just might go ahead and add it to my schedule of doing an episode that goes a bit more in depth eventually on the four originals just because i feel like that's what bloom frequency is all about it's very much about the self and I would love to dive more deep into kind of ego and the shadow and the persona. So those four really kind of have more to do with what we actually identify with in our human psyche. Um, and then the 12 brand archetypes are what we develop outside of ourselves, which has some bits of ourselves put in it, as I mentioned before. So getting started with the first archetype that we are discussing in this episode, um, I'll go ahead and let you know that we are discussing the creator, the magician, uh, the sage, and the hero, just so that you are fully aware. And if you don't, um, if your brand doesn't fall under any of those four archetypes, 
you can wait until the next episode or if it's already out you can go ahead and skip out or skip to the next one um, that way you are getting the direct information that you need but if you're curious and you're fascinated by it just kind of like i am you can feel free to continue listening because um, I, I think this is just so interesting and you'll find that people come into your head um, when you hear the descriptions you'll start to think of people that you care about deeply or that you just know in real life who identify who their identity reminds you of these archetypes but i will say that each episode will have the archetypes that we are discussing in the title so that you don't have to go digging through or to kind of like listen through and fast forward um, which can be kind of annoying. I don't want you to have to sift through all of this information if you don't want to. So I'll go ahead and include the archetypes that will be discussed in the title and um, we'll go from there and you can feel free to take the quiz and then go straight to the content. There's also going to be a, a blog post that accompanies it um as well as some savable content i have a graphic that will go on pinterest which you'll see if you open the, the blog post just a bunch of stuff so that you can go back to this information pull it up quickly and move on so that you can begin um, structuring out your focus for your brand one key thing before i finally get into it i think this is one of the most important things to be aware of with this if you don't have a brand, you also have what I call the a personal brand. This is what people experience. Like let's say you're an artist and you don't have a direct product that you are, are selling like direct to consumer. I still believe that your artistry is a brand and you can create an entire brand around what it is that you do. You don't necessarily have to be a business owner. You don't necessarily have to be an entrepreneur. You can be a teacher in a classroom and decide this is how I prefer to conduct my lessons because it's the best use of my energy. The whole point is to connect with other humans so that we understand that we are energetic beings and that we don't all fall under the same structures. I think a lot of um, people push onto society, the wake up at 6 a.m., the work the nine to five, the, the, the structures that we were all raised to think that we should live by. Um, I think the purpose of Bloom Frequency is to break those things down and make it applicable to ourselves because we are unique and individual. So with that said, let's get into the four archetypes that we are discussing in this episode, starting with the creator. Now the creator as an archetype is pretty self-explanatory in its name, which is fitting because you usually can see this type coming. In other words, you don't need to do too much digging to discover what a creative brand is all about versus the other brands which can, or some of the other brands which can have a bit more of a mysterious description to it. This is not the case with the creator brands. These are usually the brands that are bold and energetic, colorful and stand out visually. The key words for this archetype are creativity, obviously, artist slash artistic, self-expression, bold, and authenticity. 
This is a brand that typically leads with imagination and originality, advocating for the power of human expression. Some, weakness, some weaknesses associated with the creator brand include melodrama, fear of losing inspiration, and fear of mediocrity. Some brand examples include Crayola, Pinterest, Apple, and Lego. I like to include both the keywords and the weaknesses for each archetype so that um, you are aware of your strengths and decide to really lead with those, but you're also aware of the weaknesses that are associated with the brand that you may not be aware to because sometimes we can be sitting on our weaknesses that we're not even, we don't even see within ourselves. So, um, and I think that each brand also has that um, tied to it as well. So it's very good to see the weaknesses in the same way that you would look at your competitors and see their weaknesses. Um, it's very good to get that self-awareness as well. So the next archetype is the magician. This is usually the brand that never ceases to amaze you. They are visionary and usually pave the way where others will eventually follow. They can also be a mystical brand, think like the shaman types, whose values are centered around things like intuition and synchronicities, and actually heavily rely on the power of transformation and, and strength. I'm sorry, as transformation as a strength, rather. Actually, bloom frequency is under this archetype. So keywords for the magician include vision, intuition, intention, inventiveness, synchronicity, leader, and mystical. Weaknesses with this brand archetype include stagnation, impossible expectations, they question their own capabilities, and they have an inability to commit at times. Their motto is, I make things happen. And a key brand example of this, who also happens to be a person, and they've really made their name into such a big brand. And I, I have somehow mentioned this brand in a couple episodes now, but Walt Disney is the um, pure example of a magician brand archetype. Another is Dyson, and some fictional characters we can think of are Mary Poppins or Doc Brown from Back to the Future. Shout out to Back to the Future because they go back to November 5th, which is actually my birthday, which has nothing to do with this episode, but I love that movie. So shout out to Back to the Future. You're amazing. I actually met um, Michael J. Fox when I was serving at a restaurant in New York when I lived there for a little bit of time in 2017. And so that was interesting to, to see him there and we actually served him and stuff. But moving on to the sage. The sage, these are the wise souls. These are the brands who seek knowledge and understanding and really base everything that they do on the marriage of the two. From an archetype standpoint, this represents the scholar, expert, and advisor. This brand is usually the objective brand that prioritizes honesty and truth above all else. People turn to the sage for educational experiences and usually as a source of information and data. 
So some keywords associated with the sage are expertise, scholarship, analysis, intelligence, and character. Brand weaknesses for the sage are overthinking, critical, lack of action. Familiar brands are Google, Forbes, Harvard, and a character I always think of when I think of the sage is Hermione Granger from Harry Potter. She is literally my favorite fictional character. I can go on and on about Harry Potter. Maybe one day I'll do an episode if I find a topic that can um, relate back, which I'm sure I can. There's so many layers in Harry Potter, but you don't even want to get me started with, with that. But moving on to the last archetype, brand archetype that we will be discussing for today's episode is the hero. It is the most aggressive and active brand of the four archetypes we've discussed so far. And the keywords for this brand include intensity, heroism, warrior, power, pride, and action. I get some heavy Mars vibes from Hero. If you listen to the last episode and you remember what I said about Mars, which is associated with Tuesdays in, in, the, in the week, um, but basically it is such an aggressive planet and when we see Mars we associate it with um, Aries which is the first sign of the zodiac it is the first one out of the gate um, it is in flight because it's a cardinal sign and then it's also a fire sign and we know that fire moves quickly and it um, it's very aggressive and it has a burn to it for lack of better words so this is this is what i so personally i associate with the hero i don't think there is a mistake that there are 12 brand archetypes and then there are also 12 signs of the zodiac i think there is some sort of correlation and if there was one for the hero it would be mars and aries in my personal opinion um but Another thing to make note of, just while I'm talking about Aries and on that topic, I've noticed that a lot of Aries people tend to gravitate towards these type of brands, which is interesting. So they gravitate towards the hero type of brands naturally without even like fully being aware of the fact that that they're doing it. So some familiar brands under this archetype include Nike, FedEx, and the Marines. And some weaknesses associated with the hero can, are that they can come off as too aggressive, they push themselves too far beyond the limit, and they have a fear of vulnerability. So there you have it. Um, that is all four of the archetypes that we will be discussing for brands in this episode. Make sure to subscribe and turn on notifications for this podcast so that you can tune in when part two of the three brand archetypes uh, episodes in this series are released. Thank you for tuning in. And if you have any questions, submissions, or would like to collaborate in any way, I would love to do that as well. So feel free to visit www.bloomfrequency.com. I have a few guests lined up already for next season, and I also plan to add in one or two episodes where I actually answer questions that can that you can record on 
the Bloom Frequency website, and they will be submitted as voice messages that can then be added onto the podcast, and I can just answer them kind of off the cuff, which I think is really interesting. Um, So if you have any questions based on topics that we already discussed in this episode or in previous episodes, or just any topics that have to do with energy management as entrepreneurs and as um, creatives, go ahead and feel free to submit um, the episode, I mean, the question that you have for that episode, and I will let you know when that goes live so that you can just go ahead and submit the voice memo. One last thing. I wanted to ask you guys, is anyone on Clubhouse? I actually just joined today. Um, Today is a Wednesday, and this I believe this podcast should be going out on a Sunday, if not um, Monday or Tuesday after. But so anyway, like who is on Clubhouse? I think it's a really interesting app. I love it so far. It is currently invite only, so it's a little bit um, under wraps because it's still it's still being tested. Actually, it's just got like a lot of um, traction for some reason before they even released the full app. So I'm very interested to see who is on there. I was invited on there, but to be honest, it's not some exclusive club that no one can get invited to yes the the invites are limited right now but who knows like maybe by the time you hear this podcast it's something that everyone has and you're going to be like what are you talking about everyone has it like this is so last week so um but i would love to eventually start moving some of these conversations over there so that i have another outlet to discuss What I love so much about um, Clubhouse is that it's it's based on audio content, which we don't really have something like that. I know that, um, at least in my own experience, I've never really utilized anything around audio content. I know that people have, they stream on, on, on Twitch, they have like other things like that, but there has never been something for social that is, around social um, that you can just jump onto and talk to people, which I think is so cool. You just get in a room and you talk about whatever the topic of that room is. And um, the cool thing is that it is live. So it's literally like being on a phone call and you just talk with like-minded people. I think there are some celebrities on the app, so you can be in the same room as these celebrities. Very, very good for networking um, and for getting you in the room that you need to be in. Um, I love the concept of the app. I think it's highly underrated right now, which is obvious because it's limited, like I said. But um, if you are on there, go ahead and add me. I am at Kristen Soto, which is K-R-I-S-T-E-N. S-O-T-O, and I would love to chat with you guys. What I'm planning to do is taking a lot of this um, this podcast content and turning it into open um, forum kind of conversations where we can get a little bit of banter and discuss back and forth, and you guys can tell me what you already know, what you've discovered based on these topics that I'm discussing, especially brand archetypes. I think that's something that a lot of people will be curious about to dig further into. 
So if you are interested, go ahead and add me. I am at Kristen Soto. I am not under Bloom Frequency just yet, just because it was something that seemed a little bit more limited and under wraps right now. Um, and I also like, I wanted people to meet me um, directly first and then kind of um, eventually get to talking about Bloom Frequency stuff. But it's all one and the same. And um, so I'm really excited to talk with you guys on there. Let Go ahead and add me. Let me know if you're on there yet. Let me know what you think about it. Will it be the next app? Will it take off like TikTok did? Who knows? We'll see. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll keep up with you guys next time on part two of this three-part series for brand archetypes. Thanks.